This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. viewers tuned in to watch Pat Mahomes win his second Super Bowl in four years with the Kansas City Chiefs. In the meantime, another object has been shot down in the air. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Like I said in the previous hour, or is it aliens? People are questioning what's being shot down in Alaska and Canada less than a week and a half after the Chinese balloon fiasco. And, of course, over Lake Huron in Michigan, there was concern as to what they were shooting down, they being the U.S., and being one of our jets scrambling, doing that while many were watching the Super Bowl on a Super Bowl Sunday. Are we shooting a bunch of objects out of the sky for what reason? Small, metallic, it's been described as. No transparency so far from the White House, although there is a new UFO task force that has been formed. What in the world is going on? But first, sad news from Michigan State University. Hey, everybody, Kate Delaney, as we kick off the week, three dead in this shooting. This is a campus of about 50,000 plus students, five people wounded and being treated right now at uh, this hour. The suspect died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. They don't know his identity yet at this point or not releasing it or the motive. That's always the big question. What is the motive for this? It uh, suddenly happened on Monday night where it was being tweeted out to shelter in place. Be careful. All of that. For 48 hours, the campus is just really canceling all activity. But this really rocked Michigan State University, which students describe as terrifying as people ran out of the MSU Union building on Monday night because they heard of the shots. It happened just after 8 o'clock. There were kids, students in, in various places where they were at the student unit building, union building, or they were out eating or doing whatever you do on a college campus, studying. And all of a sudden, you know, you got police cars all over the place and fire trucks and ambulances and really, really scary, scary moments, I think, for so many that were, were there on that uh, campus. And very sad to learn that three people died and others were uh, were, were injured. The, the suspect uh, took himself out, as I, I said, and they're now trying to re- release more about his identity and also what could be, because they don't know at this point, the possible motive for that. But you certainly hate to hear that. Absolutely hate, hate, hate to hear that. So much conversation, not really about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was exciting. It might be ranked as one of the top great ones because it was close. It came down to the waning moments for the Chiefs to pull that out with a um, a field goal and a penalty by the Philadelphia Eagles that helped to set that, that up. But... Um, It is the end of an NFL season, a sport that is heavily watched in this country and, frankly, in other countries as as well. And it becomes about 
the spectacle too about uh, the Super Bowl and how many people watch and what the commercials are and all of that uh, in between. When we go to our mailbag segment coming up this hour, coming up next, we'll talk more about what happened there. But Kansas City won 38 to 35 in what is on pace to become the third most watched television show in history. So while all that's going on, then there's these questions about flying objects being shot down. Yes, on the 12th, there was an object shot down over Lake Huron. That happened in uh, Michigan. If you wind back to February 4th, it was the first object that was shot down. It was the, the Chinese balloon that was shot down off the South Carolina coast. You look what happened on Sunday, and then on the 10th, there was an object that was shot down off the northern coast of Alaska. On the 11th, the very next day, an object was shot down over Canada's Yukon Territory. And then what I just mentioned, what happened over Michigan. So what is going on with these objects in the sky? What are the objects? What are the parameters that the government is looking at to decide whether something's going to be shot down or not. I'm going to tell you about the Michigan deal. This was on Sunday afternoon, getting ready for the Super Bowl. A lot of people going to parties, hustling around, all of that. So while that's going on the ground, you had um, an object traveling at an altitude of about 20,000 feet. That's what we're talking about. And this was this was shot down. It was over Lake Huron. It was there in, in, in Michigan. And the decision was to take it down. We don't know much more than that. We, you know, there are legitimate questions as to why. And there's no transparency on that. And like I said, we know that there is a UFO group being formed. So there is questions about what are we monitoring? How common is this kind of craft that's in our American airspace, right? And now this interagency team studying the broader policy implications for detection, analysis, and disposition is what they're calling it, of unidentified aerial objects that pose either safety or security risks. So that's kind of broad. I mean, you get tapped to, to do that. What are you, what are, what are you being asked you know, is it that we don't understand what it is? You had the Air Force's top officer, General Charles C.Q. Brown, who said that the discovery of the Chinese airship got our attention. Well, duh. Now that U.S. military is adjusted to the sensitivity on radar to account for that kind of a aircraft, I guess they're seeing more than they could see before. So what, people are suddenly looking at the radar closer? I just don't understand this. Here's what I think. The president needs to level with us. Americans need to understand what is going on. What are we talking about when we're shooting down these these objects? So senators are finally going to get a classified briefing on the objects on Tuesday. And then there's going to be a separate classified meeting on the subject of China. That's going to happen on Wednesday. So we're hearing about these unidentified flying objects on a daily basis, but we don't have any information. The, they haven't divulged anything meaningful to us about what was shot down. What in the world is going on? Right? So you have Dick Durbin, 
the number two Senate Democrat who's defending the White House and their approach to this saying, I think they're being careful. He says it's kind of shocking that there's so many objects floating around in space that might be dangerous to us. And the president's relying on the judgment of the military. Okay. But if we're facing any kind of danger, if there is extraterrestrials, if there is something else nefarious happening, please let us know sooner rather than later, if you would. It's very strange because nothing happens with this Chinese balloon that is now deemed to be a satellite spying object that china is denying that which was the size of three buses that finally was taken out and now all of a sudden we have these other objects yeah 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 frightening stuff coming up some of you had thoughts on that as we go to the mailbag next It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Hi, this is Kate Delaney. I am truly amazed by this audience. Many of you have been reaching out to me to ask more on what I call the No Drone Zone. How do you find out about the show or listen to podcasts or guests or even my books? So here we go. Go to katedelaneyradio.com for more on what's shaking in my orbit. To reach me, simply hit the contact tab and send an email. Behind the scenes photos, great video, travels, the dog. Yeah, that's Guinness. He is the mascot. Go to Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Kate Delaney Fan Page on Facebook. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kate S. Delaney. At 
Kate S. Delaney. For any of my books, including Deal Your Own Destiny, Amazon simply is the easiest. Thanks for listening as we talk about what's happening in my backyard and yours and how it affects us. We throw in laughs, cheap movie reviews, the man cave, and authors with some interesting stories to tell. If you've already forgotten everything I've just said, just go to katedelaneyradio.com. flying objects and the mystery of it all, including Max, who says, why is the government, Kate, suddenly focused on these mysterious aerial objects, not telling us anything about it, but yet scrambling a jet and shooting them out of the sky? Pretty scary stuff, if you ask me. I can't believe it's aliens, and I bet you they're certainly dismissing that theory, but I think it's really scary that they're not telling us anything about it, don't you? Yeah. I think we need to know as soon as possible what's happening. Not just oh, another object has been shot down out of the sky. Oh yeah, next day another object has been shot down out of the sky. Oh, another object has been shot down out of the sky. What are you thinking when you see them all piling up? So, all of a sudden, we're looking for unidentified aerial phenomena, as they would probably classify it. And objects is vague, right? That is deliberately vague. What objects? And then you had John Kirby, the National Security Council coordinator for strategic communications. He did a White House briefing on Monday, or he was there. He said, I don't think the American people need to worry about aliens with respect to the craft, period. There's nothing more to be said on that. He just shut that conversation down immediately and also suggested that they didn't pose any kind of an immediate threat, that there weren't communication signals and there was no signs of maneuvering or any propulsion capabilities but then it does beg the question okay well what was the threat that made you shoot this down i think when you scramble the jet and shoot it down it has to be considered something that you feel like it's a threat i mean is this overreaction because of the giant balloon that we missed So now we're going to shoot down everything. So the three that were intercepted, Alaska, northern Canada, and over Michigan. And all were different, apparently, right? You you had over Michigan's Upper Peninsula, an octagonal shape is what it was described as, with strings hanging off of it. That was at 20,000 feet. So what is that? The sooner we know about whatever it is, I think, the better, because it's very strange. I mean, look, we we know that, oh, maybe it was last month or so, there were 247 new documented reports of unidentified aerial phenomena that has been I, um, has been reported since March of 2021. And there are other reports of all kinds of descriptions of things that are airborne and what are the airborne 
objects? What are they? And why should we take these serious, the latest ones that are being uh, shot down? Because obviously you can't shoot down every single one of them. You're not scrambling F-22s every time we see an object in the sky. So how do you identify things that are actual threats? And, and what what are you ignoring, frankly? <laughs> How are you identifying the objects? A lot of questions. Oh, Max, I have a lot of questions, as do you. All right, Jake says, Kate, could it be true? Are there really ETs out there? And are they kind of like the Spielberg version or the scarier version that we've seen in the movie Aliens? I have a feeling that's not what it's about at all, but it does make you wonder. I think the White House needs to get off its duff and hold some kind of a press conference where the president tells us what's happening and why the decision was made to shoot down three, make that four if you count the balloon, objects in February. (laughs) Well, I agree with you. I'm not going to disagree. I think that we should know what it is, whatever the reports are, why that decision is being made, because you have to make the decision to shoot it down. And we couldn't shoot down the balloon because there was fear over what would happen on the ground, right? Supposedly that was what was going on the first time around over Montana with all that space and then letting the balloon just keep on going. So is it overreaction to that partially? What is that about? Yeah, lots and lots of questions. This one from Joe. Joe says, Kate, I saw this story and I decided I was going to quickly send you an email. Very sad to see anything that happens. You say it all the time in areas where you should feel relatively safe. But whatever happened at Michigan State University, I certainly feel sorry for the families of the three people that were killed and the others that are wounded. And I can imagine that panic moment when students are just doing the studying thing and find themselves in a situation where they're scrambling to shelter in place and worried about reports they're hearing of bullets flying around. Well, yeah. I mean, you're talking about two locations, too. The, some of the bodies were found in two different locations on Monday night. So you had uh, two. The two that were killed were one was like at a hall. One was at the student union. So that's a big deal. Lots of students would gather at a student union. So you have shots that are being fired about. There's a lot of details that haven't been released yet at this point. And the identity of the the student who then dies of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Then you have the motive. And it, it is... A frightening thing. I was thinking about this. I um, I went to Ohio University, great campus. They called it. They had a funny nickname for it. It wasn't certainly not a Harvard, but they called it Harvard on the Hocking because of the Hocking River and the Ivy along the campus. And it was a great college campus, right there in the middle of nowhere in the Midwest. And I can't imagine that scramble. I never, at 8.30 at night, we would be walking from the library. We would be walking from, don't tell my mother, having a beer uptown or doing whatever we were doing. And just doing doing the college thing, trying to get grades, trying to um, share resources and, and getting to socialize. I feel very, very fortunate that I had that experience and I cannot imagine 
I can't imagine uh, having my world shattered by by that. And sadly, uh, it is it is something that you think about. I say this all the time, whether you're in church, you're at a mall, you're at a university, whatever kind of university, a community college, a big university uh, at work. It's awful that this often happens too much for uh, for my taste, certainly, to hear the story of some sad reason why somebody decided to ruin other people's lives and how people were scrambling because they were in the middle of um, shots being fired. You know, we, we hear these scenarios just, frankly, too much. John asks, what's going on, Kate, when it comes to what's happening with the earthquake and the victims in Turkey and uh, Syria? We knew it was going to be a high total of uh, people who were killed because you saw all those buildings and uh, how close they were together and how flattened they were. And when you're talking about that size of an earthquake, you know that it's relatively a miracle when you have a lot of survivors. Yeah, what's going on is now we're up to over 36,000 people that have been killed. And you said it, it's a very dense area where the quake hit and the size of the quake, 7.8, 7.5, nine hours apart, all the aftershocks. So we know that's the reality. But now you have 6,000 buildings that collapsed. You had buildings that are shaky at this point. And it's still about recovering bodies. And then some people that have been found alive. You know, you had the baby girl that was found under under the rubble of her family's home in northern Syria that's now in pretty good health. That's good news there. You had a teenage boy that was found on Monday and you had others that, a couple others that were found on Friday. And that's miraculous when you think of how long that this has been. So now it's about food and it's about nutrition and shelter and supplies and all the things, the humanitarian efforts that are in this crisis situation. And the good news is there was concern about crossings because there was no way for for uh, UN people to be able to get through with some of their their shipments because the convoys that they have had one place to get in and out of, but now there's more areas that are being opened up. Syria is opening up a couple of border crossings, so that's the good news, so that they can get aid to people. You can always email me day or night. Remember, Kate at KateDelaneyRadio.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. You've been hearing Dr. Wallach talking about 90 essential nutrients, keeping the body healthy. GCNteam.com now has Beyond Tangy Tangerine tablets, 
60 plant-derived minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, packed in a powerful tablet. But that's not it. 160,000 auric points, a knockout punch to free radicals. Call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. That's 877-878-4203. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. Former President Trump is participating in a closed hearing Monday regarding his classified documents case in Florida. Trump and his legal team were scheduled to convene with a federal judge for an extensive discussion expected to last several hours. Trump facing allegations of taking hundreds of classified documents with him when he left the White House. President Biden making light of concerns about his memory. Speaking at a conference in Washington Monday, Biden quipped. What I didn't realize, and I've been around, I know I don't look like it, but I've been around a while. I do remember that. His remark follows a report that characterized Biden as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. A series of significant storms is pounding the southern U.S. with tornado watches and warnings spread across southern Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, and into Tennessee and the Carolinas. Further north, wintry conditions will be hitting. John Schaefer, USA News. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control. And priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Scott Kaufman 
is in our virtual green room. His book is If Tomorrow Never Comes, What Would You Do With Your Last 24 Hours? Love, love, love the whole idea of this book, the title, all of it. It's things that we talk about on the show all the time. Scott, thanks for hopping on. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. What was the motivation for writing this book? Uh, a lost life, <laughs> meaning my own. Uh, you know, it, it was, it's one of those things where you, you discover what your destiny is, and, and my destiny was to write about destiny and to help people kind of figure out, if maybe for the first time in their life, why they're here. We're not on this planet just for the free popcorn. There's something that we're supposed to accomplish. Let's figure it out. And sadly, so many people never, ever do it. And so the premise behind the book is to say, hey, I'm going to come up to you and I'm going to tell you, you only have a limited amount of time left. What are you going to do? Well, the average person says, I'm going to quit this job that I've hated for 20 years. and I'm going to finally do that one thing that I always wanted to do. And I said, you know, you're probably like 99% of the population who do the same thing. But here's my question. If you do it because you only have 24 hours left, why not do it now when you have an undetermined amount of 24 hours? So the motivation was get people to realize, folks, you have a passion that was placed in you at the time of your creation. And there's a reason you have that passion, to be able to walk in your destiny. And too many people miss it. They've been, I got, I have the bills to pay, the mortgage, the tuition, this and that, and they get stuck in something that is not what they were meant to be stuck into. Ah, so well said. So tell us more about the book specifically and what you what you talk about. Give us some of the secrets in it. Not everything, because we want people to get your book, but tell us some about the book. Well, the secret is, is to, number one, discover, first and foremost, that we are spiritual beings. We, we happen to inhabit a mortal body, but we're spiritual beings. And until you get in touch with that side, you're going to be spinning your wheels your entire life. And there's so much more to life than what you've, that has been portrayed to us since the day that we were born. We've been conditioned to believe this, that, and the other thing, when in actuality... You have a passion inside you because it's what you were designed to do. And so what what the book is designed to do is to take you from Chapter 1, and if you want to go to Chapter 16, go to Chapter 16. It gives you something to think about every single day. Now, chapter 2 does, isn't predicated upon Chapter 1, and Chapter 3 isn't predicated upon Chapter 2 and Chapter 1. No, no. Read whatever you want. Let it speak to you. But it's written in a way so it's just more conversational. And you get to feel like, hey, we're having a cup of coffee over the table. What can I answer for you? What are some of the questions that you have about why you're here on this planet, in this moment, doing what you're doing right now? So if people answer those questions, you think they'll get closer to their destiny? Well, you know, the question that I get asked all the time is, have I fulfilled my destiny? And my response is always the same, no. And they look at me shocked. I said, folks, listen, when you have fulfilled that which you were called to do here, you will then take your last breath and go on to your next existence. Okay? Until then, there's still something for you to do. But, yes, I mean, every time you achieve a goal, every time you go after a dream, it's getting you one step closer to that thing that you were supposed to do when you were brought here. And so are you going to get there when you're young? Maybe if you're lucky. But maybe you don't reach that time until you're 65 years old. See, time is an illusion that man created, not what the universe created. So if you believe in the perfection of the universe, the perfection of your design, then you've got to also believe that you will be able to achieve what you were sent here to achieve. Not not, not a moment before, not a moment after. And so, you know, 
go after what you love. I mean, why are you beating yourself up by doing something that you absolutely hate every day when you have the opportunity to do what you truly, truly, truly love to do? And do you think part of that is because people get stuck and then other people, it's kind of like that crab theory, other people tell you not to go after the big dream, not to come up with whatever it is that you're throwing out there that they think is impossible, just stay safe and keep plugging along and doing the thing that you don't really like doing because at least you're getting money and you're paying the bills? Absolutely. If, if your passion is to be a professional bungee jumper and you tell your family you want to be a professional bungee jumper, here's the first thing. Oh, you're nuts. You're crazy. You can't make any money at that. Okay. So now you've had your dreams squashed by somebody, albeit maybe well-intentioned people, but it's been squashed. So now you bury that dream. And you walk around and you do whatever it is you're supposed to be doing in life, right? And two, a couple, two, three years later, this dream pops up again. And you say to somebody else, and they give you the same thing, oh, you can't do that, you can't make any money, it's not good, it's stupid, it's stupid, and you squash that dream. Well, that dream's going to continue to come up until you finally do something with it. So you can have all the accoutrements of success. You can have the big house, the fancy car, tons of money. But if you're not doing that one thing that you were born to do, there will be a void in your life. And that void is not going to be filled by need of a bigger house or fancier car or more money. So we, we get taught as kids, oh, you can't do that. You can't be this. You can't be that. Whatever. And we get, we get conditioned to believe that we have to fill the status quo. Well, maybe you don't fit the status quo because maybe your dreams and your aspirations and your desires and your passions are opposite of what somebody else might do. may not be right for them, but it is right for you. Go after it. I love that. Go after it. And you know what the other question is people are going to say? And by the way, you can get Scott's book, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, If Tomorrow Never Comes, What Would You Do With Your Last 24 Hours? What people will come back and say is, well, I don't know. I mean, how do I find that out? I'm, I'm confused. I don't know what it is. You know, you hear that a lot. You know, there was a book, and I'm probably, I'm sure you're familiar with it, What Color Is Your Parachute? And people went through all these things trying to figure it out. And sometimes they people feel pressured that they can't figure out what they're supposed to do. What do you what do you say to that? How do you address that in the book with your questions? Because people get in their own way. People people have been conditioned to believe certain things throughout their life, okay? You can't do this, can't do that, shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. And so if you if you're conditioned, like just like Pavlov Pavlov's dog was conditioned to do a certain thing to get a reward. Well, we're conditioned as human beings to do certain things to get a quote unquote reward. Whether that's right or wrong, it doesn't really matter. The fact remains is is that there's something inside you that you know you want to try. And you have to be brave enough to step outside the box of what we've been placed in and say, I am going to try it. Because the bottom line is the minute you start heading toward that direction, then things will change in your life. Because you're no longer cemented in what is expected to be done. You've now broken that mold out so that you can walk free into a specific area. Now, it may you may be lucky, as I said earlier, and you may find out when you're very, very young. But you may be midlife. You may be toward the latter part of your life. It doesn't matter. But you have dreams inside of you for a reason. See, God didn't place dreams inside you just to play with you and say, oh, I'm going I'm to dabble that carrot in front of your mouth, and I'm going to take it away just so I can laugh at you. That's not how it works. There's 
dreams and passions inside because it's what you're supposed to be doing. And how much better to be following your passion than to follow what somebody else says that you should be doing with the rest of your life. And that's really what the book says. Folks, go after what's inside you. You cannot fabricate something that's not truth that's in your heart. Your heart cannot lie to you. Now, your mind can. Your mind can tell you why you can't do this and can't do that and why you shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that. But your heart's incapable of lying. Follow your heart. Your heart is your spirit, is your soul. And that's what's going to tell you the direction that you're supposed to go into. Yeah, I agree 100%. So do you feel like, and especially I can hear it in your voice and, and what you've written, do you feel like you're doing that now? Well, I, I believe that I am, um, but I've only just scratched the surface of what I really want to accomplish with this. I mean, let's face it. If you took the total population of the world, how many people do you think are actually doing what they were born to do? I would say, at one point when I first started this journey, I'd say maybe 10%. Then I start looking at it, and I start seeing people's faces, and I start seeing how they operate every day, and that 10% went to 5 yeah. and it quickly went to 2 and now it's down to about a half of a percent. Why? Because people have not been exposed to the reality of what life is all about. I mean, they've been exposed to what they believe is reality. But in actuality, what's real is what's inside of you. And until you grasp that significance, until you grasp the significance of your being, of you being here right now, you can't walk in your destiny. You simply can't do it because everything else is fake, phony, and false. Yeah, I agree. Fake, phony, and false. So you've said it throughout this. What do you hope people walk away with when they read the book? Uh, A new hope. Uh, and that may sound corny, but a new hope, an encouragement, uh, a realization that they aren't crazy. You know, a lot of times you'll have these dreams and you'll think, oh, that's just nuts. I, I really can't do that. But if you really realize that you can and you should be doing that, and you walk away with a, wow, I can achieve what I want to achieve. Now, through the process, your, your focus may change. Your your drive may change. You know, a lot of people, I want to be rich, I want to be rich, I want to be rich, I want to be the top of the corporate ladder, right? Well, you get there and you find out that riches and top of the corporate ladder is still not going to fulfill that void that's in your life because that's not what you were born to do. And so as you discover what it is that you were born to do, and it may take you a while because as you, you need to learn to crawl before you walk, before you run. Right. And so as you start learning where your life is headed, and doors open up, and that knowledge comes to you about, okay, now I see why I went through this when I was 10. Oh, now I see why this happened when I was 30. Oh, now I see why I learned this and learned that. Because now all of a sudden, the pieces of those puzzles are coming together, and now you have a complete picture, the whole panorama of why you were put here in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect place to end this. If tomorrow never comes, what would you do with your last 24 hours? Scott Kaufman, get that book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. What does it mean? What can we do about it? What can we say? Don't even know about it. Nobody talks. 
Hey guys, why settle for poor quality Pouty Arco that's sold by stores and online resellers when you can get Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea at drinksupertea.com or 818-965-9113. The Tahibo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only available at drinksupertea.com. 818-965-9113. 818-965-9113. That's drinksupertea.com. Ever feel completely down on your luck, whether it's your career or just your life? Do you look at other people and wonder, why them, not me? I'm Kate Delaney. I did it. I admit it. I've learned some valuable and priceless lessons from some of the rock stars I've interviewed over the years, like Sir Richard Branson or the late, great John Madden, and I want to share them. Want to laugh? Want to learn? Want more out of life? Then pick up a copy of my book, Deal Your Own Destiny, Increase Your Odds, Win Big, and Become Extraordinary. Get it on Amazon today. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp-made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. to take you to Australia for a journey with Rainier. He's written something that I think will just pop out at you at various moments in the day, meaning you can pick it up at any point. His poetry is wonderful, and it makes you think, and I think it will make you grow. And it's interesting because the name of the book, we'll call it that, is Growth, Enlightenment of the Soul, Growing Through Life's Experience. So, Rainier, thanks so much for hopping on. 
Hi, Kate. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. This isn't your first go around. You've got another one out there. It's letting go to a greater power. Well, letting go to a greater power and trust is one that I love, but your first book is Life, the Journey of the Soul. So tell me about the road to, first of all, dipping your toe in this direction and putting that together. So initially starting, uh, started writing for my own self-expression as a means to capture my inner thoughts as I experienced significant, significant events in my life. What prompted me was uh, the tragedies through life. I lost my father at a very young age and so forth, so I was forced to grow through adolescence, uh, migrating to Australia as a 13-year-old and grow through those adolescent years without that father figure. And life came to its shares of knocks. And in the younger years, I used to deal with it very externally, being an extroverted sort of person. But then uh, I decided to venture out on a uh, journey around Australia, planning on planned on a couple of years, but it ended up being 10 years on a motorbike, riding with the wind, no sets, schedule or, or plans. And while I was travelling, I found myself sometimes in very remote areas, reflecting within, see what what, is, what 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 did life mean? What was it sort of, why are these things, why do these events happen in our lives? And then I started writing purely for my own self-expression. Initially, I was uh, very reluctant to expose it, but the handful of people that I shared uh, uh, my work with found it triggered off their own thoughts in their own life events and felt I should be make it more accessible to many. Initially, as I said, I was very reluctant as it exposed the very core of my vulnerabilities. But about four years ago, I started to share some of my work on social media. And in July 2021, I released my first book, The Life, The Journey of the Soul. At the start of my publishing journey, I signed up with uh, the publisher, Balboa Press, for two books, the first off, which was Life, the Journey of the Soul, and now the second was Growth, Enlightenment of the Soul, which was a progression. The first one took me to a certain point in my life, and then that continued on, and Growth takes me up until very recent past. And it's so, interesting. It, it's interesting. Let me stop you there because, as you say, it takes you up to you go from life, journey of the soul, to now here we are, growth, enlightenment of the soul. I mentioned that one one particular entry I loved, letting go to a greater power in trust, but you also have one that's so significant. It's tough in a way when you write. I say it is like children because you, you write your thoughts down, and, and especially when you're doing poetry, uh, when you're telling a story, because you're, it's you, it's in your soul. You're sharing it, as you mentioned, when you dipped in at first for the very first book that you, you wrote. So it's personal. And I think people can relate to being a parent or to having a parent or to being close to someone where you feel like that on either side of it. And you recited this for me off the air, and I think the listeners would love it. You've got a son named Dane, and you have a wonderful entry in the book that we're talking about, A Father's Wish. Will you do that for us? I would love to, uh, Katie. It'll be my pleasure to recite that piece. And I hope many listeners will be able to relate to this piece. A Father's Wish. I will fly you high upon my shoulders. 
reach as far as my heavenly wings can fly, to place you upon the highest mountain that is within my reach. When I am no longer of flesh and blood, imprint your footsteps on a path of your own. From the mountain I place you upon as the foundation, launch your young life to fly as high as you can. Do not strive to be as me. I have run my race with the wolves. Start from where I end. There is no need to retrace my steps. Soar, my son, in the winds of heaven, be you know as life. Where I cease to be, find your way through life's maze. Discover paths I never traversed. Your journey is for you to own. Falter not in fear of doubt, for my strength I have instilled within you. When I am no longer of the flesh, I will ever be your guiding light. In times when you falter, you will hear my gentle voice. Feel my hands upon you as I stand you back on solid ground. Know in all your heart, my son, that you will never walk alone. Wow, so wonderful. When I'm no longer of the flesh, I will be your guiding light. I love that line. And just, I think that gives comfort to people who have just in general lost anyone and feel like they've lost them. And you're already reaching out and saying, hey, I will be there. I'm there. I will be your guiding light. And the reassurance for me to be able to say that is my own relationship with my father who passed when I was 12. And to date, I still feel him there when I need him. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So powerful. So when people read this book, when they when they read these pieces, Growth, Enlightenment of the Soul, Rainier, what do you hope that they take away? What do you hope they walk away with? My simple expectation is for readers to develop, through reading this work, the inner emotional strength and a strong drive to explore the deeper aspects of the self their own self through the experience of their individual lives. Life is a great gift to us and it shouldn't be wasted. We're here for a purpose and that simple purpose is for our own inner growth. Through my poetry, I do not narrate a prescribed recipe to deal with life's hurdles. I merely provide a lyrical glimpse of my own thought patterns and lessons learned, which I hope will trigger the reader's own lines of thought when dealing with similar chapters in their own unique lives. It's important to realise that even when two people experience the same events, such as loss of love or loved one, though the event may be the same, the actual experience can be vastly different for individuals. You've got to realise that we only see life through our own eyes. So how do we know what impact the loss of a loved one will have on the other person? I know what impact it would have on me, but the next person may have a deeper or shallower bond with, say, a parent or a loved one, or may be more emotionally guarded than the next person. How often do we hear, oh, that happened to me, I know what you were going through. Is this really realistic? The entire journey through the fire could be different for each individual, right? And all I hope is for readers to use my journey to empower their own journey. Wow. 
And that's what you can hope for, certainly. And again, you can get this on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. We're speaking with Rainier, Growth, Enlightenment of the Soul. So you have one and two, and that makes sense, and I understand that. I'm wondering if we'll ever see a third from you. Interestingly, approximately 12 months ago, the publisher asked me if I would do another book. At the time, I was at Crossroads in my life, so we left the conversation to revisit the idea later after the second book was published. Uh, I don't write with a plan. Instead, I let the content come from within me through reflection. And interestingly, soon as I held the hard copy of the author review of Growth, Enlightenment, the Soul in my hand, the title of the next book came into my mind, Out of the Ethers. I've never even thought about this. So I would say it's a safe guess that another will follow this in this series. And most likely, uh, the title will be Love. The soul finds peace. Well, that's perfect because you've taken us on a journey. If you think of where, as you know, where you started, what now we talked about growth, enlightenment of the soul, and then taking us through what I think is the most important thing in our lives, love. It's the glue that holds us together, right? The universe together, you and me, people, all of us. uh, uh, If we can only surrender to that love, Perhaps the world will be a better place. Oh, so agree with that. Rainier, thank you so much for joining us on America Tonight. Thank you, Kate. It's been an honor, and thank you for giving me the opportunity. And thanks to all of you for listening to the show. Make it count, everybody. My name is Milan Vukovic. Ten years ago, I got frustrated with the quality of Pau Diarco tea sold in the stores. So, I founded the Pau Diarco Tea Club that now ships our super tea to over 100 countries. You too can order or get info about the original pure Pau Diarco super tea at www.drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113. Why settle for less when you can order original Pure Pau Diarco and drink Super Tea for only $34.95 per pound plus shipping? Each pound makes 300 cups, which is the equivalent of 12 cents per cup for the original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea. Order now at www.drinksupertea.com. That's drinksupertea.com or by calling 818-965-9113, that's drinksupertea.com, or by calling 818-965-9113.